0: Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast and welcome to 2023. I am so excited about what we have going on on the podcast this year for 2023. We are going to be doing a series of monthly challenges and they're really all about different ways to implement self-care. So Each month, there'll be something new to help you get in self-care in a way that's really doable, in a way that's really simple, in a way that supports your mom life. So I get it. We don't want to add something really big and difficult and challenging and hard. That's the reason why most New Year's resolutions fail because we try something that's too big. We bite off more than we can chew. We get in this place where it just makes it impossible to add one more thing. These series of challenges are going to be different. They are going to be very doable, but what you will find as you implement each one is that you'll notice changes. Doing little things are going to impact how you live your day, how you live your life, and looking back at the end of each month, at the end of each challenge, you can really evaluate, huh, when I did that for a month, what happened? How did that work out for me? Is this a habit that I want to keep? Is this making a difference in my life? And so that is what 2023 is all about here at Mom's Life Made Simple, and I'm so excited for you to be a part of it. If you haven't yet, be sure to head over to my website and sign up for the challenge. You can go to chanelNielsen.com. There's a link there for the self-care challenge, or you can go directly to chanelnielsen.com forward slash self care 2023. You can get all the details there. Now, for January, our challenge is mindset and specifically using our thoughts to create the life that we want. Your thoughts create your reality. And so in January, we are going to be really intentional about what we're creating, what we're thinking, and really honing in on our mindset. So, How the challenge works is different people might be implementing this challenge in a different way. So we're all gonna be working on mindset, but what you choose to do needs to be something very specific to you and very helpful to you. I'm gonna talk in this episode about different ways you can implement this challenge, but I want you to choose one simple thing that will make a difference for you. Now, I'm gonna talk today about five ways to really use your thoughts to create your reality so number one is using a mantra so mantras you've probably heard this word before this is just basically coming up with a thought that really resonates with you And it's something, we'll talk about like, well, how do you use a mantra once you have one? But let me give you a couple examples of mantras that I use. So one that I really love is, everything always works out for me. When I say that, I feel a sigh of relief. Oh, everything always works out for me. You want to have that kind of feeling Maybe it's not relief, but something that is emotionally charged when you're coming up with your own mantra. It might be I nourish and take care of my body. I'm grateful for my body. If if you're thinking along those lines, it really can be along it can be about anything, right? I have all the time I need for everything that matters is a great mantra that I've used before. Another one that I use in my work is I am magnetic. The right people are drawn to me and my work. Any of those things that I've said, for me personally, create a feeling, and that's what you want to go for when you're talking about a mantra. Now you come up with this phrase and you can search for mantras maybe one of those that i've said already stands out to you and works for you you can do a google search to find a mantra along a specific topic maybe you want to be closer to god you want to use a mantra to connect with god maybe you want to change your money mindset in january whatever that is you can look for specifics But then once you have this mantra, what do you do with it? Well, there are a couple ways that you can use a mantra. One way that I like to do is when I'm doing my morning journaling to write down this mantra. Sometimes I'll write it several times because I need the reminder, because I'm so caught up in the opposite of whatever that mantra is that I need to write it several times to feel it. I really like writing mantras because that physical act of putting pen to paper just allows another sense you know, it allows me to, it brings in another sense that brings it home for me, that kind of helps me tune in, is what I'm trying to say there. So repeating it in your mind, just saying it over and over, you can wake up, breathe it in, use it like a meditation. Everything always works out for me. Big breath in, big breath out feeling it, just kind of meditating into this mantra. You can say it out loud. Another way you can use mantras is to actually look in the mirror and say it to yourself. That makes it very personal. It can sometimes bring up a lot of emotion as you say these this powerful statement to yourself. Another thing to keep in mind with mantras, you don't want to have mantras that have the word not. In them. So I am not in debt. No, we don't want to do something like that. You want to say something rather, I am good with my money, something positive. And I am is a really powerful statement when you're putting together a mantra. So Those are some things to think about and some ways to use mantras. So number two way to use your thoughts to create your reality is to replace a thought. So I've probably shared before, I used to really struggle with body image and the way I felt about my body. And I often, way too often, had the thought, I am fat. And when I wanted to replace that thought, my immediate thought was to take that thought and say, "Well, I am skinny." Well, that was a really hard one for me. As I as I said I am skinny, my mind immediately was like, "Whatever, no you're not. Stop it." You know, my mind couldn't quite believe that. So when we're replacing a thought, we want to replace it with something if we have an unhelpful thought that we think over and over, replacing that thought with something that we can believe. So for me, And that new thought was, I'm grateful for my body. And that became so ingrained and so embedded in my thought process that that is now my go-to thought. I am grateful for my body. I did a similar thing with time. I used to run around thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I have so much to do. And I already told you that replacement thought, which has also been used as a mantra, I have all the time for everything that matters to me. So taking a thought that you currently have, that you think often, and when you find your self, thinking that thought, replacing it, bringing to mind that new thought. Sometimes we aren't really aware. We're just going about our day and we start to feel off. And then we think, well, what am I feeling off about? I'm feeling stressed because I have so much to do. Oh, that's the time we add in our new thought. I have all the time I need for everything that matters to me. So catching yourself in the moment is how the second one works. It's very situational and you may need to write it and put it on a post-it note or make a you know a poster that you stick somewhere so you can see it so that you can remind yourself, oh, that is the new thought that I'm going to go to. When I have this other thought, I'm going to replace it with this new thought. Number three is visioning for the future. Visioning is such an amazing practice if you haven't tried it before. Visioning is daydreaming. It's letting yourself really think of what could be and using your thoughts to create that future. So the way you want to do this is, first of all, it's a thought process, but it can also be a written practice. I mentioned, I really like writing things down. It helps to focus my thoughts. And so when I'm visioning, I like to start with writing it down. So let's say that I wanted to make a certain amount of money in January I would write it as if it had already happened. I am so grateful that I made this amount of money in January. It happened so easily, and it was so much fun. It wasn't stressful, and it was a really great process, and I learned so much along the way, et cetera, et cetera. Writing down, visioning, really picturing, and I, I probably in this example I should go farther, I used the money to do whatever I wanna do with that money, right? Really getting into what does that feel like? What happens because of that? What does that look like? Creating that vision becomes really powerful in your thoughts. Then, you can return to that vision. So, if it's written, you can reread it. If you just thought about it, you can continue to come back to that vision, come back to those thoughts, and make it a daily practice. So, one of the things we do in my coaching group is we add in visualization every evening. And this is something you can try this month as you're laying down, as you're going to bed. Pull up that vision in your mind. What is it that you want to happen and imagine it as if it was done. That is gonna shift so many things for you. It's going to show you what it's like. It's gonna give you possibilities. It's gonna help you with belief. You're gonna start to really believe that this thing that's out there that you want is a true possibility. So visioning for the future. Number four, see the good. Be grateful in all things. So seeing the good is a really powerful way to use your thoughts to create the life that you want. Now, what does it mean in, in reality? That means when your kid makes a big mess and you were supposed to be somewhere and all you can see is, oh my gosh, what, what a pain, this is so annoying, whatever thoughts come up, whatever irritation. And... Hear me out because I'm not saying those aren't valid, right? That's We feel that way for a reason. It kind of is irritating. However, what's the good here? Well, the good is you have a kid that, <laughs> that you love so much and the mess is minor. Maybe the good is you handled that like a champ. You gave that kid a hug and you said, you know what, sometimes we make messes. It's okay. We'll get this cleaned up. Maybe the good is when you get to wherever you need to go, You are calm and collected and you were able to handle it in a way that showed another mom there an example of a way to be. Maybe the good is you lost it when your kid made this mess and you yelled, but then you had a beautiful experience apologizing to your child and that taught them how to apologize in every Bad situation. There is always good. So see the good. Maybe that's your the thing that you're going to do this month to really use your thoughts to create the life that you want. Maybe you're going to look around at everything and find the good. I've shared this before on the podcast, but it bears repeating. This is one of my favorite stories about Corey Ten Boom from The Hiding Place, who was in a concentration camp in World War II. And she and her sister had snuck a Bible in there, they were Christians, and they read the scripture that said, be grateful in all things. And Corey said, I cannot be grateful for the fleas. They were living in these barracks that were just infested with fleas. They itched all day, they were so uncomfortable. At night, they're laying down in hay that just has tons of fleas, and it was a miserable, miserable experience. And Corey said to her sister, how can we be grateful for that? There's no way I can be grateful for fleas. Well, after a while went by, because her sister couldn't find a way to be grateful for these fleas either, after some time went by, her sister came running to Corey and said, guess what? I found out that the reason that the guards haven't found our Bible yet and that we're able to be left alone and to teach others the scriptures is because of the fleas. The fleas keep the guards away. The guards won't come in here because they don't want the flea infestation. And so because of that, they found the way to be grateful for the fleas. In every bad situation, there's something good. Keep looking for it. It's there. And as you Create that as a practice, as you make that something that you do regularly, you're gonna be able to find it more and more easily. Number five is to reframe a thought. Now, this is kind of similar to the idea of replacing a thought that we talked about earlier. You have one thought that's bad, you know, that you don't want to have anymore and changing that for something good, but the reframing is just a little bit different. And it almost combines that idea of seeing the good that we just talked about with replacing a thought. So for reframing, what I want you to think about here is maybe there's a situation or a relationship in your life. So something that is not going well in your life, maybe like I said, a relationship, or maybe it's something with work, or maybe it's something with some next door neighbors that are really bugging you. This situation is, the thoughts that come up are probably going to be a little bit different. So if it's like a marriage relationship, it might be different thoughts throughout the day, right? Oh, he's so annoying, or um, can't he ever do this, or, or these different kind of thoughts that come up. So it might not work to completely just replace all those thoughts with one thought. Instead, reframing the thought is looking at each time that this trigger And I don't like that word, but I'm going to use it. Each time this trigger comes up to remind you of this situation, to take that particular situation, your husband left his socks on the floor again, and reframe it to see some good, to say what could be a more positive way to think about this. I I have so many repeated stories today, you guys, but I'm going to repeat this one because I know I've shared it before, but a long time ago, my husband used to, when he Worked outside of the home. He works in the home now. He used to get up in the morning, make himself a shake, and leave the blender in the sink for me to clean up. And so I would wake up every morning after cleaning the kitchen the night before, wake up in the morning and have a chore to do. And I was frustrated with it. And I changed that. I started looking at that. And I thought, what can I, how can I reframe the way that I think about this? And so I reframed it to, How lucky am I that I get to do service first thing in the morning and I get to help my husband? What are ways that you can reframe those things that are irritating to you? So if your next door neighbor's dog is barking, what's the reframe? Well, I am glad that we are renting this house and we don't always have to live by those neighbors. Or, you know... That poor dog must be lonely. Maybe I should go offer to take him for a walk. Just looking at the situation in a different way. So it might, like I said, combine seeing the good, like we talked about. It might also be replacing a thought that you have normally, but it's reframing and taking a good hard look at the situation. So I'm going to repeat all of these. I want you to think about, as I do, which one you want to do. What action do you want to take? So five ways to use your thoughts to create the life you want. Number one, repeating a mantra. Number two, replacing a thought. Number three, creating a vision for the future. Number four, seeing the good. And number five, reframing a thought. So these are five different ideas. Within each of those are you know, a plethora of ways that you can put that into practice. And there may be other ideas that you have for mindset. If you have other ideas, please come and share in the Facebook group. You can email them to me and I will share them in the Facebook group. You can let me know on Instagram. Share what you have. How are you putting this into practice? Once you've decided what you're going to do, do this simple habit every day in January. A daily focus for one month on your mindset and on your thoughts. And you will find that it makes a big difference. I would love to know what difference it makes for you. So keep me posted. As you go through this challenge this month, let me know what's happening with you and how it's working out for you. Probably the best place to do that is in the Facebook group, Self Care for Busy Moms. You can also find a link there to join the giveaway. So we've got a couple prizes coming from our guests. You'll hear them in the upcoming episodes, so keep an ear out for that. And as well as, if you haven't already, when you join the challenge, you can get a habit tracker to really help you keep track of what you're doing and keep you focused on this mindset challenge. You guys, this is going to be good. It is going to make a huge difference. I'm grateful to be a part of it. And I'm grateful for all of you who have signed up already. Keep the conversation going. Let me know how it goes. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here. And I want you to join us for the 2023 Self-Care Challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So, to join the challenge, go to ChanelNielsen.com forward slash self care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community so that you can discuss and win prizes that the guests are sharing on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.